0: in comparison (laughs) what to me to my hair
1: yeah your hair will look good compared to the mess of my hair (laughs)
0: man i hope not i hope we both look good man all right so hey everybody uh my name is sean christopher jenkins this is my boy justin lee howell he's been on a few videos with me on my youtube channel and he helps me with my bible studies he helps me to uh Answers people's questions as well, which is what we're about to do right now. So, like I was telling Justin, um, everybody, one question I always get on social media is, you know, have atheists and a lot of agnostic people or just hell Satan people always comment on my social media pages saying, you know, prove to me that God is real. Like, prove to me that God exists, exists. Like, what's your proof? So, in this video, that's what we're doing today. All right, so yeah, Justin, you want to go ahead and start us off? Like, if somebody was to tell you, you know, how would you prove that God is real? What are what are the ways you would do that? Because I know it's multiple ways to do it, but
1: yeah. So since you said there are multiple ways, there there's actually like different types of revelation. There's general revelation and then divine revelation. Of course, like throughout the Bible, you see divine revelation where god is speaking to you directly um general revelation is just looking around you though and i guess i'll start us off with that because um that's that's kind of how i got into my faith like bigger into my faith i always went to church but like what kind of convinced me um that there was a god was just like looking at the complexity of the universe Mm -hmm. like when there i was reading a book where it was saying during the big bang like for the chances of the molecules forming for life to actually be able to exist for like the just the general design of the stars and our dna and everything like that like the chances of that happening happening randomly is astronomical like it's 10 to the 64th power or something like that which is like a lot of zeros i i don't even know what how to say that number but to put it in perspective someone said the chances of the big bang exploding and forming life like that would be if i spilled a jug of milk and it formed a layout of downtown new york it's just like not possible you have to know that there's a designer out there right I, you still see the, those revelations today as well. When I'm just looking outside my window, I see like the trees outside. It's like such a harmonious balance to it. Like the, the trees give off a, an amount of oxygen in which I need to survive. And then I'm breathing out carbon dioxide, which the trees need to survive. Um, if you look at how far away the earth is from the sun, it's like a perfect balance. And I'm going to give, my explanations are all going to be scientific because that's my background to it. Yeah. But the earth is a perfect distance from the sun to support life as well. If it were any further away, it would be too cold to sustain life. It were, if it were too close, it'd be too hot to sustain life. But we're at a perfect balance. It's like, it's all planned. So that's kind of what it means to have a general revelation, just to be able to look around and know that there is a divine creator behind all of that.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, we talked about it yesterday. So I, I like one thing I don't like doing with you is just talking about what I'm going to say <laughs> before I say it. Cause I feel like I can't do it again on the video in front of everybody. Right. right. Cause then, then I'm like, you could be around your eyes every cause you don't heard it before. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, like when you said that, uh, yeah, just how things came into being. Like one of the proofs I got, like just to prove that God is real. Like, what? Tell me, what thing on earth has come into being just by itself? Like, just up to fly? Like, was a chicken? Did it just originate here? Like, and it kind of go back to the Big Bang. Like, think people think that everything just popped up. Like, you know, what thing on earth now just pops up like that? Because mm-hmm. if the Big Bang was real, like, I'm not saying the Big Bang's not real or anything, because in a way it could be true, you know, cause I get that perspective, but like just saying that everything came into being just swiftly, quickly, like from out of nowhere, right? Like, like, why doesn't it happen right now? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, like that's my thing. Like, what thing on earth, like artwork, Masterpiece doesn't come into being and nobody be like, you know, nobody made that. Like, it just made
1: itself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or yeah. like... And there was like a, there's a uh, I remember a kid, a parent was explaining to a kid, it's like, if you walked up to a sandcastle, are you going to think it happened randomly? Like it got right. washed up on the beach or that someone made it? So it's yeah. like the same concept. Yeah, and that's my whole
0: point. I hope I, you know, I articulate it better now because I'm kind of tired a little bit. But like, yeah, nothing came into being just coming into being. Like it, somebody had to make it. So somebody had to make the whole entire world. Like everything's too perfect for nobody to have made the whole, the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like you were just talking about the sun. Like if if it was any closer to us, we'll burn up. If it was any any further away from us than what it is right now, it'll be too cold. Like everything is too perfectly orchestrated. And that's only one thing. Like I can only imagine, they said that there's stars in the universe that's bigger than our planet. So Mm -hmm. just a star, if it decided to come our way, but forget a star, a meteorite, like, <laughs> if a meteorite, it doesn't even have to be as big as the Earth. destroy the Earth. That's why you be the worst things. But, like, I think a meteorite about the size of a certain state in the United States, I think that can destroy the whole, whole Earth. I heard that before. But, like, the littlest thing can, like, destroy the whole planet. You know what I mean? Were you going to say something?
1: Yeah. I was saying, like, uh, I mean, there's precedents behind that, too. Like, the mm-hmm. the meteorite that supposedly killed off the dinosaurs was about the size of, like, um, a couple of states in the U.S., and it just, um, it just had, like, a downward trajectory of all this chaos, like, it blew up all this dust that blocked out the sun, it warmed up the planet, so it didn't even have to have, like, an impact that um, affected the whole Earth, it just had to have a, it just had to have, like, a domino effect of just destroying anything that was habitable on the planet that's what killed the dinosaurs and yeah that's as he said it was just something small yeah man
0: like it's just the littlest thing can cost the earth just to go or go away but somebody yeah. got to be sustaining it like some people think that god's are far off and he has nothing to do with creation at all you know and he doesn't care like he's just a god that's given up on creation just because all everything that's going going on But, like, no, like, he maintains everything. He's keeping tabs on everything. He's making sure everything works out as planned, which is, before I even spoil it, like, I just want to pull out Psalms 148, you know, that text we're going to be talking about. Like, honestly, I want to do a video like Monday or something, Tuesday. I'll be ready, man. I'm trying, I'm trying my best to hurry up and get this out the way so I can move on. We can move on to Proverbs 9 and stuff like that, other scripture verses. But, like, with Psalms 148, That text literally just talks about how God created everything and everything came into being. But the main point, there's a lot of main points with that text. But the main point is, is like, he made the sun, he made the stars, and they're operating the exact way God wanted it to operate, right? Yeah. And because he operated it like that, no, you know, man can try their best to get the sun not to come up again. You know what I mean? They try yeah. to the I know men has tried to do it. They tried their best to like get the sun to not come up the next day. But no matter what man does, nobody probably has even thought about it hope not, but like what can yeah. you do to stop the sun from rising? What can you do to stop darkness from coming? Mm-hmm. Like it, God promised every single day, every single night the sun's going to rise. Like so if that's the case, like God has created certain things to operate a certain way and they have to obey him. The mm-hmm. sea, the ocean, sand, like, I think, I don't know how much water fills the whole Earth compared to land, but I'm pretty sure it's like 70%, it's probably more than
1: that. 75% 80%, yeah. All
0: right, so that's like, I wonder if the ocean can drown everybody, like, if something could happen, <laughs> would it, you know, 85 you know, 80, 80%, that's a lot, man, 70% yeah. is a lot, yeah. you know what I mean, like, the littlest thing, like, I don't know. Yeah, everything's,
1: like, so balanced. Like, when, if, uh, yeah, because, like, when, um, when scientists were trying to throw in a bunch of proteins, when they were trying to imitate how the earth started and how, like, life started, they, like, threw in all these proteins into this soup to try to, and then they, like, sh- shocked it with lightning, I guess, uh, the Frankenstein Frankenstein style. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's um, like it's, it's something they can't do in the lab because it's, like, such a fine-tuned process. Right. Even if they could recreate it in the lab, though, it's, like, do you th- what are the chances that just happened randomly as well?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's so much, man. Like, if God wasn't real. Just try duplicating some of the stuff that's he created.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: without using any of his resources. Like, you can't make a tree from a tree seed or whatever however you make a tree like you know yeah. you can't how, make another human being without sex you know without anybody else's help without doing a little egg thing you know whatever that new the sperm egg thing i don't know what it's called oh um, uh,
1: yeah donating your eggs donating your sperm
0: all that it's stuff. like
1: yeah it's like in vitro fertilization something like that yeah, yeah man like but you know that's beside the point like let's keep on going like there is another, yeah, there's a, just since we're still on the topic of, uh, how delicate everything is, I was looking through my, some of my other books as well. There was an argument too, about like, um, the evolution of animals and like, you may or may not believe in evolution, but like microevolution at least exists. Like you see small mm-hmm. changes move through species. Um, and one of the interesting parts is, uh, poisonous animals. Like how did those develop? Um, and the thing is, there are so many, there are so many, uh, safety factors that go into poisonous animals to make sure they don't get poisoned as well. Mm -hmm. Like for, uh, for some species of poison dart frogs, they have a specialized sack that makes sure that the poison doesn't affect them. And an argument is like all of those safety measures would have to have developed at the same time in order for them not to die. If only one thing developed, it wouldn't have they would either die or it wouldn't make sense. Like if the poison dart frogs just suddenly start to develop poison without the protective safety sacks, then they would just like all be dead. But the thing is they all developed at the same time, almost as if there was a clear plan that okay Um, in order for this animal to survive, it needs this and this and this and this, like it wasn't all usually for the theory of evolution is everything happens, um, by a randomized mutation, which of course is true, but there's no way all of that could have been just randomized without the animal just dying off completely. Mm -hmm. If that made sense. Yeah, it's it's a bigger topic than I made it out to be, but I'm trying to condense it a lot <laughs> for this discussion.
0: Yeah, like I'll I'll stop on the creation thing cuz like I haven't studied science and stuff like that too much. And mm. then even then if I did, like everybody's knowledge is limited. We talked about that in first Corinthians 13, like mm-hmm. we all of us know in part, just part truths. So no matter how much you know about a topic, no matter how much you know about basketball, football, uh science mathematics like there's always more like when we don't know the more until we get to heaven like god knows all science because he is science he created it all like so just from that alone god has way more knowledge than everybody else so like we're not going to know everything until we meet them face to face like yeah. you know we can ask questions and discover it then because even then i'm pretty sure we still won't know it all and we'll still be figuring out and learning things you know what I mean? Because we ain't God. So but anyways, um, another way I would answer that question to like proving that God is real. Like what was the question again? How do you prove that God is real? Yeah. Right. So what are some proofs? So my is more logical. Like I would ask that with another question. That's what I tend to do. And Some people hate that. Like when you answer a question with the question, like how do you get to know God? So you want somebody to prove that God is real. How do you get to know God? Like, how do you, if I told you right now, how do you get to heaven? Like, not how do you get to heaven, but go to heaven right now. Like, you believe in God? Go to heaven right now. How do you go to heaven? How do you get, how do you hear from God? You know, how do you get to know God? There's only one way. Like, there's multiple ways, you know, where God speaks, right? Like, he speaks through creations and everything like that. He can speak through people. But what's the one tool that we know for sure you, you can hear from him? You know, and that's the Bible. Like, there's no better solution than the Bible. The Bible even says that. You want to hear from God? You got to go to His Word, right? So, the only, the biggest reason why we know that God is real, and there's proof to why God is real, because the Word. How long has the Bible existed? Like I talked about, I've talked about that with you yesterday. Like, how long has the Bible existed? It list, it is, it's the longest lasting book ever. It's the most sold book ever. It's and then even before it came into print from the King James in, like, the 1600s and 1700s, it, was still exist- it still existed, guys. Like, it existed when it was first a scroll, and the prophet first wrote it, and everybody still depended on it and leaned on it then. So if it existed for that long, how is it fake? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I understand how people think men manipulate stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that's, what, that's one thing they do is limit the Bible to men writing it. But we know from the scripture that it's more than just man writing. It. How else is God going to use somebody? No, how else is God going to speak to us? He's going to write it himself. Like, he only did that with the Ten Commandments. And I think Moses slammed that on the ground. I think he God made another set. I don't know. <laughs> I think he did. But anyway, either way it goes, like, why would God write something himself? He doesn't operate like that. You know, he, want, he likes to use man. He likes for man to be partakers and co-workers with him when it comes to salvation and faith so if you know the Bible, you already know that's in his word like so a lot of people speak out of context and speak without knowing the context or knowing the Bible, and they think they know it, so, like a lot of atheists and agnostic people that comment on my stuff, like you know they try to quote the Bible but they don't know the Bible why would God use anybody else but a man to help you? Like, like it gives him glory, man was made in his image, so this is one of the biggest proofs that we have that God exists. Because how bad is man? Man, it's incredible. You ain't just as, you ain't all that in the bag of chips for nothing, right? God made you to be like that. Like, man is the best creature and the best of all his creations. It's even better than the angels. And the angels are even more fascinating. Like, we haven't even talked about angels, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, so, like, and that's another thing. How do you prove that God is real? This is a side note. If people, everybody believe in demons, ain't nobody in the right, I've never heard anybody say they don't believe in demons, right? right. So one thing I would like to do if my youtube channel ever popped off like that i would like to just take an atheist somebody that comment and we go to a haunted house together and we film it right because i want to see who they're gonna call upon when shit when, when crap hit the fan right
1: you when can stuff, edit that out right
0: <laughs> right when stuff hit the fan like who they call on like when emergency happen in life like are they gonna just you know try to fight for themselves like no like we go if we put ourselves in a life or death situation. Who are you gonna call upon? Uh-huh. Everybody does it. Even the people that say they all that they all mouth right now, talking all that crap. But like, put them in a life or death situation, a gun to their head. But let's make it worse. Like you're falling from a plane, you about to plummet to your death. Who are you gonna call upon? Like you know what I mean? Like people. That's when you call upon God because that's when you want to believe him. When when you know you when you finally figure out that you know, life's bigger than you and what you can do. Like you have, you're not in control of everything. God is like people's minds start going there and it should have been there to begin with, right?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because like uh, the Bible even says, and I'd have to look up where the verse is, that uh, the Lord has written the laws and the morals on our heart. Like everyone, everyone has a hunger for spirituality. Like even someone who doesn't believe in God will still be wondering, like, what their place is in the world. Like, why do you think the biggest question of our life is, what is our, my purpose? Or what are we doing here? Or why were we made? Like, if we, from a materialistic view, if we were just here randomly, then there's your answer. It's, like, the most depressing answer ever. Like, there is no reason. Like, have, have you talked to anybody who just says, oh, there's no reason we're here? Because no one really believes that. Everyone intrinsically already believes that we have a purpose and that's why we keep seeking that out even if you deny god even if you say he's not real he is real and that's the truth and like people still feel his presence as he said they're still going to be yelling out to somebody they they believe in their inner soul they believe that there is a god yeah it's just too much like Like, when you
0: really, you got to, like, pick up on the small things in life too. But there's big things, too, right? But you got to pick up on the small things. Just the way lions, frogs, we talked about rock badgers, scorpions, and lizards we're about to talk about. Uh, Not scorpions, spiders, Um, you know, uh, ants. Like, just the way all of them operate. They're glorifying God. All of creation is glorifying God and trying to point us to God because they're showing us how we need to be operating in our lives, and they do it in different ways, right? So go to my YouTube channel and check out Rock Badgers, that series we did talking about Rock Badgers uh, in Proverbs 30, verse 24 to 28. All right, but, yeah, like, guys, like, the Bible proves that God exists, of course, but there's also other
1: things, too, like, um, i trying to think of some other stuff, because um, just, uh, just while we're talking about the Bible, there's two things I want to say about that. Mm-hmm. And one of them is is from a historical point. Another one is more from a spiritual point. I'll start with the historical point because it's the boring part first. Then I'll get into the more interesting one. But like the interesting thing about the um, Bible is you have like over 44 authors all writing for the Bible. And they're all pointing towards God. And it's like spanning centuries. And they all... They don't contradict each other. Lots of people say, "Oh, the Bible contradicts itself," but if you look at it, it really doesn't. Um, and somehow, people spanning centuries all have this consistent word about God, about a um, about a ever powerful, just loving, loving God. Um, and that's there's no other there's no other book in creation that does anything like that. And the interesting part is we were talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Now, um, I'm trying to think how to put this. A good example is like for Alexander the Great. Everyone believes Alexander the Great existed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the weird thing is people didn't start writing about him until 300 or 400 years after his death. Like, So no one alive at the time actually wrote about him. Yet we all take that for face value. But with the Dead Sea Scrolls, those were dated back to like 300 BC, like 300 BC to 160 AD. And it showed like all the testimonies that happened like um, during the Old Testament and during Jesus's time um, of people who actually experienced some of the events that happened in the Bible. And it's like, it happened during that time when the events happened and they actually dated the scrolls back to that time. So if they, if we believe the works of something of a guy who died 300, 400 years before, why can't we believe the testimonies of people who were actually there as well? And the Roman empire was like very strict. Like if you were writing anything that was blasphemous or not true, you'd be put to death. It was a lot more serious back then. It's not like the internet where you can put down whatever you want, like Abraham Lincoln was a vampire killer. Now, if you wrote down something false, you would be put to death for it. But yeah. somehow, all these testimonies still circulated, and we found the earliest transcripts that we could find through the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Now, for the more interesting part that you're talking about, the scripture is alive, though. Like something you can we can argue back and forth um i i started the i started the video talking about the science part of it because that part is easily arguable i have like no i can i can say there's a designer but someone could argue against that what you Mm -hmm. can't argue against is someone's testimony though Mm -hmm. like how they feel when they read the bible and i've talked with so many people who have just had their lives changed from reading the bible or from experiencing god that you can't deny didn't happen because this was part of their story. Just 2 weeks ago I talked to a guy who said he um he had a divine intervention that led him to Jesus because when he was 4 years old he was run over by a car but didn't have a single broken bone. And like his, like he said he uh, just felt jesus in that moment it's like you can't deny something like that it just shows that the spirit is something that's alive and when you read the bible you can't just read a scripture like if two people read the same verse they make it completely different things out of it and that's because that's how the spirit is moving in them at that time
0: yeah yeah man there's so many ways like i had to i should have wrote down my notes before yeah sorry that was I
1: did I just had all of this prepped up, so I hope that...
0: Uh, you helped me to think better. But first of all, did you watch that movie with Abraham Lincoln and zombies or something? No, I had
1: a who was in that movie, though. He was in it? Yeah, he's a background character.
0: Oh, uh, was he a zombie?
1: No, he, he was there by accident. <laughs> it was at his university.
0: Oh, wow, okay. I gotta watch it so I can see what you're talking about. Oh, I need, yeah, I need to watch
1: it too sometime.
0: Yeah, I I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. I remember it being on Netflix forever, like, when Netflix... Oh, was it? Oh, dang. Yeah, when Netflix first came into being, but I haven't seen it since then. There's no way it's on there now. Like, it's been, like, at least five years, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. And they don't keep, they don't keep stuff past five. Like, not like that. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, some other ways to prove that God is real is, is, like, who else are you gonna believe in, like, that's like uh, my roommate uh, back in the day, um, around when I first graduated from college and he was my roommate. First of all, long story short, what he was questioning the Bible. He had a lot of doubts about it, like everybody, most people do. And so he wanted to ask me questions and have a conversation with me. I warned him. I said, man, if you have a conversation with me, all you're going to do is believe the Bible. You're going to turn to Christ. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, sure. I was like, I promise you, I'm a hundred. I'm, I'm a bad at a hundred. Like, ain't nobody has ever talked to me and heard from me who ain't came to Christ. So, like, <laughs> And so I, I told him, like, he was like, how can you depend on something written by man? You know, how can you depend on something that, you know, has so much uh, errors in it? That's, that's how most people look at it, right? Mm, right? And, but that goes back to the question I asked, like, where else can you go to, to hear from God? because you can't just say a lot of people do that, like with spirituality and stuff, like, you know, I'm going to just come into the spiritual being of myself, you know, like with yoga or something. No, no. Like, you know, just they just think they can get there themselves. Like, but again, let's ask that question again. Like, if I had told you, you, you say you believe in God and spirituality and stuff, right? Go to God right now. How are you going to go there? Where else can you go? Where's his truth? Where's his revelation? Where's where he speaks through his word. Like that's what the Bible says. Like, So, like, what if you denied a Bible, right, and you just depended on what you think and what everybody else thinks, that's dependent on what man believes. So, who knows more, man or God? Because how long has God existed? Like, how long has the Bible existed? It exists. It's the longest lasting book. Again, like, it's probably the oldest thing in history right now that we have. So, why would something last for so long and sustain for so long? Because God has truth in it you know what i mean like god sustained it just like he's sustaining all creation He letting the sun go up when he go up and it's always gonna go up you know everything's being sustained by him like his word is infallible. word it even says in the bible it's always gonna be sustained all the prophecies in the bible are coming into fruition it literally says somewhere in the with the minor prophets that russia was gonna invade ukraine i didn't even know that i gotta we gotta yeah. study that yeah it did <laughs> but like all these prophecies are coming true like <laughs> like, I don't, I'm don't, i not even going to go through them. But, like, uh, what else was I Man, Something came up in my mind. I want to stop and say it. But, uh, yeah, like, where else? Who are you going to believe in, God or man? Like, this is all we got. This is literally all it is. God even said it, man. You want to hear from me? Go to my word. Like, so are you going to believe in what man says or God? How long has man existed? The oldest man right now is probably 120 years old. You know what I mean? Maybe 140. Let's go up how much knowledge does a 140-year-old have to have in comparison to God who has existed for how long? Like, we don't even Mm. know. So, like, why why believe anything anybody says? Because what do you really know? What do we really know? Mm. The most smartest person on earth right now knows nothing compared to God. So, like, I'm willing to put my money and bank on and all my eggs on what God says and what he believes rather than what anybody else says. Like, that's smart. Like, if God is real, which most people believe he is, why even think anything different? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's so stupid to me. Like, and that's the only thing that I said to my roommate. Another thing I said was just bringing up Jesus. Like, with Jesus, man, what man can go through what Jesus went through? Like, hmm. most people, I don't really feel like they don't know what Jesus went through. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about 39 lashes, and you're getting beaten, right? So he got a beating. He got pounded, and I know it was multiple times, right? Before he was crucified, mm-hmm. all in one setting, right? So all the went. They
1: the- you, they used a whip called the nine tails. Mm-hmm. So nine too had like pieces of ceramic and glass that cut into the skin and the bone. So it wasn't just like a lash. It was like it was like metal pieces like tearing into his muscle as well. Yeah. I like get it, yeah. It's a, it's gosh. I did a. I did a medical report for like the beating he went through and it's a lot worse than people realize.
0: Hmm. Yeah, man. Like, um, and also with the lashes too, I heard that glass was on it as well, like shattered glass. Mm-hmm. And we know that's real sharp. Yeah. So when they were giving him his 39 lashes, he had the metal, which I don't know if you, anybody ever had a metal splinter before. I just had it on my, mm. on my uh, middle finger, uh, my left middle finger and I couldn't see it. Like, so, but, I would feel it anytime I went up on my clothing. I think it's a way. I think it finally came off after like nine months, but I'm mm-hmm. scared to do it cause like just the pain I feel. And that's just one little, one little. Sh- not even I, I can't even see it. It's a sh- a shard of metal, so small. It's I had a glass.
1: I had a glass splinter stuck in my finger one time, and I didn't know it, but it like swelled up and it hurt mm-hmm. so bad. I had to like take a knife and carve it out just to, because I knew what it was. I had I, accidentally broken a glass a while ago, but it was like so small, but it hurt so much too. Mm. And then after his muscle, after his muscles and after his skin were torn up, he had to carry like 120, 130 pound cross on his back up the hill. And they put wool on him before that
0: and at, at, multiple times. I kept on taking it off of him. Mm. And we're talking about, this is he's naked right away. When he's going through the crucifixion, when he's going through the lashes, when he's going to take up the cross, when they captured him, he's naked. So for his
1: embarrassment, like Jesus just went through so much, guys. like And yeah, and the crown of thorns, those thorns are like two inches long too. And yeah. those stuck in his head. Mm-hmm. Those went all the way to the skull, guaranteed.
0: Let's just, I mean, we even talked about everything, the nails in, in it. In his foot, man, that's the worst pain. You know how much bones is in your foot?
1: If you, uh, yeah. If you, uh, also in his hands as well. The uh, people who studied the crucifixion say, like, they the nail probably wasn't in his palm. It was probably, like, in his... Yeah, wrist. Yeah, probably in the wrist right there. Because if it were in the palm, it would tear off and uh, fall down. But it was probably in the wrist. And if you see a lot of paintings or pictures of crucifixions like two of the fingers are always bent and that's like evidence that it's hitting a something called the median nerve and like what's that doing is causing a shoot a sharp shooting pain up the nerve all the way up to his shoulder all the way to his central system and it's like to the point where he can't even like control his own hand mm-hmm. and it's like stuck right in between the radius and ulna bones and it's like right along the uh uh transverse ligament or something like that. So then he he has like no control over his muscles or nerves, but all he's doing is feeling a shooting pain all through his body. Yeah. So so had, I know all that was off topic, but it's, no, no, it's this topic. Is just like so much to uh, that is just like so much of what he went through.
0: Yeah, that's and that's crazy. the whole point. Like when somebody tell me to prove the body when I did that with uh my roommate man, he Long story short, he's on fire for God right now. But, like, when you uh-huh. really look, why would Jesus go through so much? Like, if Jesus wasn't real, why are we still talking about him? Uh-huh. That's what I was going to say. Why is everything based on A.D. and B.C., like the years? Well, what, we, what is 2022? Well, why we got B.C.? Because of Christ. Why is everything centered on Christ, like the Bible says? Uh-huh. Like, all of faith is centered on the Bible, like <laughs> on Jesus. Why? Yeah. Like you, he's not real? Like are you kidding me? Like that's just that that thing, right? Everything's based on Jesus, though. When you look through every all, uh, everything, right? Uh-huh. And that's the way God said things will be, right? And yeah. and if if that's the case, right? Um, man, like just going back, if, most people would say Jesus existed, right? Yeah, historically, people,
1: historically, yeah. Jesus exists, right? Like and That's, that's been proven.
0: Yeah, nobody would doubt that. So if that's real, either Jesus is a prophet, just another prophet like Muhammad, Confucius, but or somebody like that. But why would Jesus go through what he went through if he was one of them? Mm. You know what I mean? He went through too much. Like, what man on earth can do that? I don't care how faithful you are to your calling, to anything. And I wish somebody would say they would go through it. I'll, let's, let's put them through it right now. Let's see how far you get. Hmm. You ain't getting that far. Yeah, Nobody is. I don't care what you believe, how big your conviction is, love for your children, it ain't enough. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And if you're you a crazy man, like he wouldn't be spouting off all this wisdom that still mm-hmm. holds up today as well. Right. Like uh, going back to the Bible, um, psychologists have reviewed his Sermon on the Mound. And they say that is the most um, psychologically uh, grounded. I'm trying to think how they worded it. It was like the most psychologically grounded um, discussion. Like if you are talking about mental health and positive mental health, like that sermon, they say, is like the best thing you can go to. Like, if you were a crazy person, there's no way he'd be spouting off something so profound like that. Right.
0: It's just too much, man. Like, yeah. It's
1: much. yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you study it, you really see, like, how much he's given for us. Yeah. It's not just something that we... It's not something fake that a, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people are spouting off. It's something that. There's a lot of backing up to it to show that it's true. Like it affects people's lives in a positive way. There's no way that it
0: can't be true. Yeah, and we even talked about a lot of stuff. Like, I, why? Why is God real? How is God real? Prove to me that God is real. Like, just look at people's lives, man. And I don't. We ain't talking about just people that profess to be Christian. It's like that's a most people in the United States do that. But I don't know if that statistic that statistic is true anymore. But, like, look at a real devout Christian, somebody, blood brought, that's truly divinely devoted to God, and they showed the love of God, even for their enemies. That's how you know they got the love of God. Yeah. So look at somebody like that. Look at their lives. Ask them what the testimony is. Ask them what God been put them through and what they've been through. And some of the stories you hear, you're just like, man, like, that's all God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's another way to prove that God is real. Just look at their lives. Look at their fruit. Look at the change that they had before they met God. Like, there's multiple ways to prove that God is real, that he exists, and he changes lives. We can keep on going. But, like, it's up to you to do that research. And most people who stop on, on one, never going to make it to ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you got to keep on going. Constant research. And that's one thing Christians do. Truly devout Christians question everything. Like a lot of atheists and agnostics would be like, man, y'all don't question nothing. Y'all are just gullible and stupid. No, we thought all this out. Like, this is logical. Like, even I know most atheists, like we just sat down and talked with them. We could find a middle ground. Because like, this is real, this is reasoning right here. Like, how did everything come into being? Like, you know, how did it just came up? Like, what thing in life does that? No, everything takes work. That's Mm. just believing something like that is contradicting when they be coming for Christians saying like, you believe in prayer, but you don't believe in work. You you know what I mean? Like that's contradicting what you believe. Like, Mm. you know what I'm saying? So like, Yeah. yeah, man, like hard work, man. Nothing comes into being without hard work, without dedication, without commitment, without putting your fingers down and actually doing something. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, like that was my main things I have for that. Did you have anything else? Because I kind of want no, to. No, those point.
1: are my main things too. Like I can, yeah. I can argue about it all day. So I don't want to. Those are like my primary points. All right.
0: So you did. I didn't have anything else. Like I think that's all I can think of right now. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I pulled out scripture verses or something.
1: Uh, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah i I don't want going to go into too much detail. For a lot of it, because eventually I'll just start blabbing. I know I will, so I just want to like keep all the arguments concise and to the point. Yeah, so that's all.
0: You said the second question was different, which was why do you think God is real? I don't think it's different from proving that God is real. Or Mm. well, the the first question: tell me how God is real. But you said why do you think God is real is different from the 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 first question?
1: Oh yeah. I think last night I was telling you, like, telling you how God is real, and then why you think God is real. Mm-hmm. When I, when I tell people like uh, uh, how God is real, a lot of times like I'll I'll like use a lot of general revelation and special revelation from the Bible to defend my point on explaining like why I think He's real. I feel like it's. I feel like people come to God through their own personal journeys, and I, I've I've already touched on it before as well. But everyone has like their own story of like how they came to God. Like you can easily argue if God is real, of, um, by the things that we just said. Like oh yeah sure Jesus could have been a real person, but there's like you can't prove that he was like the son of god and things like that or oh yeah like it looks like um the world is perfectly balanced but you still can't prove that the christian or hebrew god is a real thing but for like telling people why you feel god is real is a very personal experience because as i said before like for me it was looking at the science and the harmony of this right. world for other people it was like a a moment in their life where they just felt the spirit of God. And that's something you can't argue against as well. You can argue any other point until you're blue in the face. Like there was an author from Nashville. I forgot what his name was, but he wrote the book uh, Blue Like Jazz. He was saying, and I'll paraphrase, like um, it's you can't. It's difficult to use intelligence to argue the existence of God because uh the non-believers may have a good argument and they'll win for a while while then um believers will have a better think about it for a while and then come up with a better argument and then they'll win for a while, but it'll be back and forth. But for stories, for like those divine interventions when God reveals himself to people, that's something you can't argue about. And that's what I see a lot of international students or a lot of people come to God too, because they see Jesus or God in people's lives, not through, not through any theological argument as fun as those can be, but with how stories have played out in people's lives like that. Like my friend whose life was saved because he felt the presence of Jesus or, uh, some other friends whose lot whose marriage was crumbling around them but then through the strength of god they were able to intervene not easily i'm not saying it was a one and done deal it was a process and -hmm. that's what the spirit of god is it's a process in you but those are just store those are stories that they're not in the bible you don't um they aren't necessarily like arguments they're just like stories of how you see god in today's world that's the biggest thing
0: though like you know how do you prove that god is real through love like
1: yeah yeah that's that's the greatest
0: way you could do it like if an atheist or agnostic, somebody that doesn't believe in god really want to see the see god prove that god is real just find somebody that will love on you you Mm. know what i mean and that's the that's the greatest thing paul talked about that you know, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love is the greatest. Like, mm-hmm. without love, how will people come to God? How will people know God? God is love. So, you want people to experience God from a Christian perspective. You want to prove that God is real from a Christian perspective. Do you love? Because there's no. I feel like I I really truly believe like this statistic would be by a landslide. But how many people come to Christ through somebody else's love? Cause that's actually how I came to Christ. Mm. I came to Christ, and just all of it made sense. Just thinking about all the fruit and how my family operates,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it wasn't even just that. Like God used it against me, like <laughs> to prove a point. God really did like a whole like long story short, I was in His throne room, and He did a whole swoop of my whole entire life, mm-hmm. and He just showed me like all of the ways my family showed showed me His love. Like all this, all, through each and every single person. So he started off just with my good daddy and my good mommy. So my dad's parents, like I talked about before this video. Then he started talking about my uh, mom and dad. And then he talked about my older brother, who we're like 13, 14 months apart. Then lastly, he used my little brother, little sister. But when he used them, he was showing me like just if I chose wrongly and I chose not to serve him and love on him. He showed me what how that would affect my little brother and little sister in a negative way, because obviously it's not going to be in a positive way, right? But if I chose to serve him, he showed me another path. If I chose to serve him and do things his way, he showed me a path of what their lives look like if I just dedicated my life to him. It was totally different because, you know, younger siblings mimic and can copy what the older siblings do, you know, most of the time. Like, especially if you're really young, they're going to, do you know older siblings are role models you know be, your younger siblings look up to you they won't be like you if you're that impressive you know so, <laughs> but yeah man like when well, my siblings they did everything i did i remember when i dug in my nose and put in my mouth when i was younger john john started doing that because he saw me do it you know mm, so yeah that's misty right so <laughs> but yeah like my parents are down here but like i'll i'll tell you some other time in youtube some other time but like man i just wasn't i wasn't a good son and i wasn't perfect so like god was just showing me all the ways that covered up my sin which in the bible it says if you love you cover a multitude of sins so you cover the wrongs that others do to you and they what they would always do is just cover my sin even though i wasn't a perfect son i gave them a hard time and everything like they still loved on me yeah. and they didn't have to and that's what god was showing me like god put them in my life and then the and I was in their family so that I can experience his love. And what was I doing with it? Throwing it away. Spitting in God's face saying it wasn't enough. Like, I don't care. I, won't, I don't want to be a sinner. I want to be like everybody else. Like, God called me to be one of his servants. So, like, how do I, you know, that goes to the second question I asked. Like, why do you believe God is real? Like, I'm not, I should really answer that question and elaborate. Like, it was a great time to tell my testimony, but I can't with popcorn with my family around man like i just it's too personal (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah that's that's one of the biggest ways man like God revealed himself to me honestly like he told me how good he's been to me he's been good to everybody Uh like you make your circumstance in life and stuff like that but i assure you somebody got life harder than you do but most atheists and agnostic people that don't believe in god would be like well this person got an awful life. Like, they'll look for somebody that has an awful life, like, just the worst life ever. And you're going to tell me God is real because you see what God's putting them through, but God still gets glory from that. You don't know what that person knows. You don't know what their relationship's like with God. Because mm. I can assure you, like, they like to use handicapped people as an example or people in Africa. Like, you know, how do people in Africa don't know who God is? They're going to burn in hell for not knowing who God like. Mm. I can assure you, we serve a just and a fair God. Like, God doesn't judge people like man judges people. You
1: Mm -hmm. know,
0: you really, if you, if you, another good example is like with kids. Like, you really think God's gonna let kids perish in hell? Like, there's certain people don't have the right mindset, like, when it comes to being judged. Like, and I'm talking about people that are like handicapped, have limitations and stuff like that. Like, they don't think like we think. Some mm. people are blessed with common sense. Some people are blessed with means that makes them just, I don't want to say better, but like just more equipped to make the right choices and do things that God wants. Like they have more responsibilities. Yeah, that's what I'm, mm. I'm, that's oh. I'm for. So like, because of that, God's not, God is a fair and just God. That, is a, that says a lot, right? So a kid who doesn't have understanding of life or anything like that. Cause what do you really know as a kid? When what is the age of maturity? Mm-hmm. Cause is it is it the same for everybody? The age of maturity? So you think God's gonna judge every 18 year old the same way? Even a handicapped one. Mm-hmm. Like you think God's gonna judge people in Africa? When, let's say, hypothetically speaking, even though we got the wrong Americans got the wrong mindset with Africa's like. They think everybody's in zoos and in yeah. in the wild running around. <laughs>
1: country's there
0: (laughs) when it's not like that at all like
1: (laughs) no it's not
0: (laughs) So, like god reveal god knows what he's doing he reveals himself in a certain way to everybody in different ways it ain't one set way so i know i said the bible earlier but i guarantee people have came to god and got to know god through more than his word Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like god knows what he's doing and, and uh yeah that's what i'm trying to say like we can't limit God to him operating a certain way, him doing this one thing, which a lot of people love doing. atheist or not. Christian, mm. it could be anybody. But like God, like, you, you guys get what I'm saying. Going back to the age of accountability and stuff, though, man. God is a good God, man. He's a loving God. Like, I know a lot of people are going to burn in hell, but we're going to be surprised as to how many people get in heaven, too. I, I already know that, too. There's going to be people we look at and be like, what are you doing here?
1: Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah why
0: are you here like how did you get in here you know what I mean and they're probably gonna say the same thing about us but like yeah. you know handicapped people people everybody's in different situations different levels and God's gonna judge everybody according to whatever's fair to them you know well not to them because a lot of people would they try to cheat God and everything like that <laughs> but God won't be mocked and stuff like that but you, yeah, right. you, you guys get what I'm saying man. All right. There's so much with that. Like, that was, that went on a tip. I totally went on a tangent just now, man. But.
1: No, that was good. Right. Yeah.
0: And there's so many other things I could say with that that I need to say. I know people are going to be like, what? Like, asking questions or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way we can cover all of it, though. Yeah. I feel like we can cover it a good bit, though. Yeah, man.
0: But, yeah, you know, guys, real like, I don't know, man. People don't really pay attention to stuff like that. Like, with handicapped people, man, handicapped people are amazing. I told Maya... Man, if I mm-hmm. could marry a handicapped person, I would. Like, if she became handicapped, I'd be so happy. Like, <laughs> I love handicapped people, man. Like, just they bring something to the table that we all need. Because, honestly, none of us have an excuse to not do what God called us to do. None of us have an excuse who's not handicapped in any kind of way. Or even if you have a handicap and it's not even that serious. Like, we all can walk. We all can talk. We can all move. We all have our complete being. We don't really have limits. Mm. So that gives God glory and honor. Like, you can still fulfill your purpose and what you're calling and stuff like that. But even handicapped people have a calling. Even handicapped people are good for something. And you know what they're good for? Inspiring us. Because the way some of them work and operate, man, is just so inspirational. And the reason why they're on earth is to glorify God so that we get the motivation we need to get up, you know, get to work, do something. You know what I mean? So. It's just so much with that. Like that's the one way I know God is real, man. Like when I look at people like that, they still kicking, still fighting, fighting, especially the ones that people be like, man, the doctors be like, man, you're not gonna live past sixteen. They'll be alive till they're twenty five. Some don't make it a fifty. You know what I mean? Like it's it just depends. Everybody's in a different boat and stuff like that, man. But mm-hmm. yeah, man. It's just so much, man. I'll I'll stop because I I'm just throwing stuff in now at this point. Did you have anything else with
1: that? I'm trying to think. No, because that's pretty much all I had. I think.
0: Alright, yeah, think I'm down to end the video, man. I'll talk. I'll talk to you guys later, guys. Thanks for tuning. In. Make sure to subscribe to Justin Lee's Howls YouTube channel. Uh, it's called Chaplain's Log. I'm gonna share my screen. So yeah. I can see while I might my youtube channel this is my youtube channel right here upload past crossroads make sure to subscribe guys like make sure to like this video we just did share it with others that you know is going to benefit especially people who are agnostic or atheists or people who won't always say to you in your comment section on your social media platform "Prove to be the god is real like people do to me but then also justin has a youtube channel as well and it's called uh chaplain's logs this is him right here on his motorcycle so y'all make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel. You know, watch all his videos and like it. Um, yeah, guys, and he also has a YouTube, uh, Facebook page as well. So uh, follow, befriend him on Facebook, send him a message. And then let him know that you came from here. But all right, guys, you guys have a good one. And God bless, man. Happy Saturday. And I pray that you guys have a stupendous and remarkable rest of your weeks. Until, until we miss, meet again.